All right, this is episode one of the Dogtown podcast. So it's the Dogtown podcast. It, yeah, I, I okay. Think that that's the official title we used. The beautiful. Yeah, and um, so I'm Robbie. Um, this is Tito with me. Hey, hey. Um, and so we do we do Dogtown Studio sessions here in the studio where we're at right now, and it's it's the series that we've done over the past almost year now we're we're doing sessions with local bands and um michigan acts here in grand rapids and um and it's always it's always been a really great experience doing videos and we'll do the recordings the musical recording at the same time yeah and what we what we've found is that every time we do it we have these really amazing conversations um with bands and we're talking about creativity and and there's just a lot of cool things that we've picked up and a lot of cool things that we've learned and a lot of cool things we've talked about. And we're always, it's the type of feeling we're afterwards, after the session, Tito and I were just buzzing. We're just kind of like right. kicking these ideas back and forth, yeah. you know? And, um, and it's exciting stuff. And we're like, we want that to be a part of public Dogtown stuff. We don't want that to be behind the curtains. We don't want to keep that to ourselves. Right. Because those kind of um, exciting conversations about creativity, about like, the philosophy of what we're doing, the philosophy of why people create, why people make music. Yeah. That is some of the most exciting stuff. And it's, if you just watch the video or listen to the recording, you, you might get a sense of that and the energy, mm -hmm. but you, we wanted to make this podcast so that we have a format to talk about those things specifically. Um, yeah. And I mean, for me personally, I love seeing the final product, but some of my favorite parts are the, this, the parts that, aren't recorded mm -hmm. in a sense where yeah. you're just talking with the band while they're setting up mm -hmm. and you know part of our kind of role is to kind of build a space for the band to feel comfortable mm -hmm. so in that space you have to you know ask questions and learn more about each other yeah and i think learning about each other you start thinking of these new ideas of ways to be creative and that's i love after a really great session when the band leaves we shut the door of the studio and we're like freaking out yeah oh yeah like those are the best, best. Yeah, yeah. Happen it happens like quite often yeah pretty much yeah. every time <laughs> yeah it's like very yeah and so well, we're we're, pro we're both pretty like we're hype machines yeah we, yeah, we love everybody and yeah everything's the best <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah and so that that feeling is like i love that and that's like what we we didn't want to keep that under wraps we want that to be something where it's like not just a conversation that we have after every session between the two of us who want those kind of things to be something that we share with everybody who's interested in, you know, in the Dogtown sessions, everybody who's interested in following what we're doing at all. So, yeah. Um, and so with this being the first episode, we wanted to kind of uh, base this episode around the question of like, why are we making a podcast? What, um, what is the what is the purpose of this podcast not necessarily this episode but just kind of the larger mm -hmm. question of like what do you want this tito what do you want this uh whole series to be about and then um asking myself too what what do you want this whole series to be about so that'll be the format of this of this podcast yeah um little brainstorming of kind of what we want out of it yeah yeah and so yeah so we can just kind of like kick it off with that if you want to, Tito. If you yeah. want to answer that question, what do you, what do you want the Dogtown podcast to be? Yeah. So when you asked me that question a few days ago, when we were talking about like, hey, let's record this thing, 
and let's focus on this one question of what do I want to talk about yeah. in this series? And we, we, we talked about this a couple of days ago. Yeah. And then Tito had a chance to kind of like write down his answer. I had a chance to write down mine. Yeah. And I haven't heard his answer and he hasn't right. heard mine. So that so it'll be a little bit of a, you know. Yeah. A, yeah. It keeps it exciting. So it's not yeah. so scripted, you know. Yeah, exactly. But so, like we'll there were so many different ideas that like we talk about on a daily basis, like going mm -hmm. back and forth on text. Mm -hmm. It can be as stupid or as serious as you know, as it comes, as yeah. it comes oh, to yeah. us, it's just like, we're just throwing it all out there. Yeah. It's so like one of the things that I thought would be a very interesting, would be very interesting elements to talk about is how to manage ideas. Mm -hmm. I think you and I, we are like idea vomit, like just yeah, yeah. ideas everywhere. Mm-hmm. And as creative people, we have to figure out how to funnel that into something productive. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of artists can get into that rut of like, I have all these ideas, but never know how to execute. Yeah. So I think talking through that and almost refining those ideas through the conversation, maybe working with you on like, certain problems we face when it comes to creativity mm -hmm. or how to present a certain thing. That's something that interests me. Yeah. Kind of talking through with you so we can get a more refined idea. So when it comes, comes time to actually record the piece or, or have a, a more succinct way of explaining something, yeah. it, it kind of work, work through it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's like one idea to kind of like, let me, let me just see if I'm hearing you right yeah. to kind of like, um, talk through some of the lessons that we've learned and maybe hope to hopefully like empower, um, some people who are, who are in this place that we're in all the time of like ideas just floating around and, and not knowing where kind of to start, not even yeah. knowing, do you know what I mean? And then, um, kind of empowering people who are in that kind of whirlwind of ideas mm -hmm. to, to f take the steps to grab an idea and make it, um, make it into some sort of concrete executable yeah. thing and then go follow through with that execution. Yeah. Cause that's, that's one thing I love about us, uh, at least from my experience with working with you is that there's all these ideas, but at a certain point we execute them. Yeah. And yeah. me like by myself as an artist, Mm -hmm. separately from Dogtown. Yeah. Sometimes I run into an issue of, I have all these ideas, but I never finish them. Yeah. I think that's a common problem, right? Yeah, and I feel like that's the that has been like one of the like defining problems for my life. Sure. Is like how to w work through that yeah. thing of like, okay, I have this great, 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 this is like literally the best idea. And yeah. it's like, how do you, how do you take that from being something that's in your head to being something that's on an album right. or something that's, you know, a finished film or a finished whatever, or right. on a paper, or at least you're starting, or at least you're working on it. Yeah. And maybe the team effort helps finish it. But in with Dogtown, I feel like it's so much more achievable with the combination of skills that you and I have and Logan mm -hmm. and like anybody who works with us, it becomes more real, I guess. Yeah. With, when like all your ideas are out there, you execute them and it, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's, that's something that's super interesting to me. And I, I feel like if I was a listener, 
I would want to hear that kind of stuff. If I was following yeah. Dogtown, watching the videos, it'd be cool to get the 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 yeah the idea part mm-hmm. of it. And I guess the other thing that I want to mention is more selfishly for me. I feel like you have a very you Robbie have a very mm-hmm. different outlook in creativity mm-hmm. when I compare it to myself. Yeah. Um. And I learn a lot about you during sessions. Okay. Believe it or not. Like, I don't know if you know that or yeah. not. Mm-hmm. I, I learn the way your mind works is very open. And like, I don't know, like almost like you have a very childlike wonderment when okay. it comes to the excitement oh, cool. to creativity. Cool. And I would say me on the opposite end I, I think of a lot of like roadblocks and like anxiety about creation. Oh, really? Um, and I'm interested in kind of learning each other's like mindset when it comes to creativity. Yeah. And like how that works. Going back to the first point, go, how that works when it comes to actually executing ideas, mm-hmm. you know, understanding where you come from, if that's always been you, mm-hmm. if like, You've never thought of limitations when it comes to creativity, unlike myself, who's always like, I see that, I see the idea. Yeah. And initially, I'm always like, these are the things that is not going to work with it. it But I feel like for you, how, at least how I see you, you're very much like, that's possible. Yeah. But then, (laughs) yeah, right? Am I right? You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because gets me into trouble sometimes. (laughs) Right. We'll have those stories. We yeah. have some fun stories about yeah. that kind of stuff. But it you know, in combination it kinda works. Yeah. This combination yeah, that we yeah. have kinda works because in hindsight you you might have some stuff that's just like I should have listened to Tito. Oh yeah, I, I yeah. have those. Yeah. A lot of those. Yeah. But when it comes to creativity, you you need that openness and that's just something that I want to learn more about. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That totally makes sense. Does that answer the question? I have so many more, I'm sure that will come up, yeah. you know, as we like keep unpacking this thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So do you have one thing to, to expand on this idea of like, for somebody who hasn't ever been in a session with us, when you say that, um, that there are some things that you'll see me, some behaviors you'll see in me mm-hmm. that will display a sort of like attitude like that in a session, do you have any like stories of, or like, even like something that's like hypothetical of like, Oh, if you're in a session, you would do this or like, or the, in this one session you did this and that made me see that quality. And right. I think what I notice is just making choices like really quick. Okay. Um, so for example, like if we were doing a session, like more, more recently, um, we were, outdoors Mm -hmm. and we were picking from multiple different locations Mm -hmm. and there just comes a point where you make executive decisions Mm -hmm. in like this isn't going to work let's go here Mm -hmm. and i feel like i could get there but it takes me a lot longer oh okay because because i'm always looking at that's not going to work or it's like Oh, is this okay, a private yeah. local? Is this a private uh, yeah. area yeah. where where you may be going? You're already seeing the video before it happens. I feel oh, okay. like yeah. Oh, that's de- what yeah, I definitely. Yeah. That's what I'm picking up is where 
he's already seeing it. I'm helping you facilitate okay. that whole process huh. while we're doing yeah. the session and okay, like gotcha. making the band feel comfortable and like doing behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But I feel like overall, I just noticed like this. I mean, I guess it's it's Dogtown. It's like you are Dogtown Studio. So it sometimes when you're when you're in that role, you have to make that exec executive yeah, decision. Yeah. But at least that's where that's what I pick up. Okay, cool. That's an that's an example at least. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I'm yeah, that's awesome. I'm really happy to hear that you that I'm flattered to hear that you're like liking that when you see yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think if people listen to this, I think in some ways you've watched Dogtown yeah, Studio. Yeah. And you're interested in Robbie, myself and Tito. And Tito. Yeah. It's weird to talk to myself in third person, yeah, but cool. like Robbie and Tito yeah. and kind of what what makes our mind tick a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I guess I'll ask the same for you. Yeah. What do you want to talk about when it comes to this podcast series? Um, so um, thank you for asking. Tito. <laughs> <laughs> um, You're welcome, Robbie. <laughs> so for me... Um, in this in this series in this podcast um the there's one quote that i heard recently that i was like yes this is what i this is what makes me want to start a podcast and it was a quote from this um this photographer who i just watched a documentary about his name is hold on his name is i just went to go pick up this little postcard that i got from the movie showing um jay mizell and there's this movie out called Jay Myself, which is slightly different than his last name. His last name is Mycel, but um, the movie is called Jay Myself. Play on words, yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely would recommend going to see this movie. It's actually at the y the UICA this week, um, but it'll probably be out. It'll probably be out soon, in streaming or something like that. But it's about this photographer in New York who had this huge studio and. Um, he just absolutely collected everything and all these amazing, like sh uh, just like found objects that were just weird, interesting shapes and weird, interesting colors. Mm -hmm. And he just had a mind that worked like that, where he would see beauty, beauty in, um, in these found objects and he would take them back to the studio. And it was like, it was different than a lot of, um, a lot of kind of the way that you might imagine a person like that, that it wasn't like a hoarder. It wasn't like he took it back and just threw it in a pile and forgot about it. Mm -hmm. It was, he had these rooms and rooms of really, really organized stuff and it was all really beautiful. And he could tell you the story of every item and why he thought it was very meaningful. Mm. And, um, and so a lot of this video is him going through his, his studio. He's, he's been a photographer since this, uh, sixties, since, so he's been in this for a long time. He's been a really successful artist in a lot of ways. And um, and it's cool for him to go back to his studio and say, this this is something that I found in, you know, the early 80s. And it's uh, and it might be just like a, a piece of something that you would just like a like a bicycle gear or something. Okay. And it was like something that you would see and like, OK, that was just like a gear from a bicycle that must have just fallen off and. But he would be like, no, look at this. Look at how like perfectly symmetrical this uh, this pattern is. And when you look at it, when you see it, it's like, that's actually really cool. Yeah. Um, and so his the quote that he said that really stuck with me was, um, was the purpose of art is to 
um, is trying to make others see what you see. And um, yeah, and that was really, I thought that was really cool because it was, especially coming from him where he, someone who could see a lot of meaning Mm -hmm. in a lot of things that people um, would just walk by. And, um, And I think that in doing this podcast, what what I would like to do is kind of um, share some of the um, some kind of lessons that I've learned or things that I've picked up from doing these sessions, things that we've talked about together um, that have helped change my perspective and that have allowed me to see a lot more meaning in art and a lot more meaning in music. Um, Because I, I would say my perspective on those type of things has completely changed from what it was even oh. like 10 years ago. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we've talked about this before, about how when we were kids, we we had a very like myopic um, kind of tunnel vision on what, um, on what the trajectory of successful musician was or successful artist was. Yeah. And I think that that's, um, that perspective for me has just completely changed, especially in the last few years. And it's changed in a way that's really allowed me to see a lot more richness and a lot more meaning mm-hmm. in in music and in art and in a lot of different artists um and in a lot of ways it was like it was like taking blinders off or taking um like seeing a picture in color for the first time or something right um and i think that that i want to kind of talk about these different stories that we tell ourselves that yeah that that give us these different perspectives and i think that a lot of the the perspective kind of that i've escaped and that i'm like happy to kind of explore outside of is this the kind of like perspective of being a successful successful musician is getting famous selling albums being a, a corporate or uh commercial success yeah and i think that that's you know when you're growing up that i i think it's important to kind of situate creativity in the context of this like hyper capitalism that we're, that we're operating in. Right. And to realize that, that that is really affecting a lot of the stories that, that are told and that are pervade about creativity. Right. And, um, yeah. And because of that, because of that context, I grew up thinking that, that being successful only happened when you went gold or when you went platinum yeah and it's like this and this is a story that 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 i was kind of like forced we were all kind of force fed over and over and all these different movies all these different anytime you see a show you know any anything it's like i don't even have to really go into it because it's like these stories have been shoved down our throats to the point where they're so almost cliche where it's Mm like i you could just imagine the the certain points and the certain like talking points of every um you know every show about some some kid who falls in love with music and it's like okay like you know that they're gonna like start out playing in a garage and then eventually they're gonna like get their quote-unquote big break and then it's like oh all this fame comes to them oh i can't believe you just started out in this garage and now you're famous and rich and wealth and it's like these story this that one story and like i've and that becomes people's dreams. Yeah, and that's yeah. and that's the only story that. Right. And then in another way that that kind of manifests mm-hmm. is like that that perspective is so pervasive that it's like now when you I'm sure that a lot of other artists or musicians who are listening to this will re- relate with this sentiment where you go back home and you tell your family or your aunt or your uncle or whatever like 
yeah i'm a i'm a singer i'm a guitarist i yeah. play in a band or whatever are you gonna be on american idol thank you yes did like, i just finish your sentence yes that is <laughs> and it's like oh like i'm i know you're gonna make it someday yeah and it's like i and inside i'm like i'm not trying no yeah, yeah it's like this is a completely different now i'm now i'm like torn yeah like am i not doing it right yeah yeah and it's like people with all the best intentions sure right but that's like it's, it's not the only way. Yeah, and I think that, that that just kind of shows the pervasiveness of this kind of perspective where that if you sing, then mm-hmm. you're either going to be on American Idol or somehow yeah. whatever, you're going to do that. And then if you're good, That's then you're going to That's happened to me legitimately. Yeah. Like someone's asked me, like, not American Idol, but like, a, like are you going to do a show? Or, you know, yeah. Like, and it's, um, that's, yeah. And I think that that's the... Um, the one like the one fundamental story the one dominant narrative that that capitalism allows to be purveyed and i um just my life gets so much richer and richer the more i explore other alternatives of stories of different ways to find meaning through art different ways um and it's like these are these are other um these are other stories that that people have been telling for we're not the first one to, to think Correct. of these. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like these in every generation of music, every, every, you know, every generation of music has had its own people who are completely rejecting this like corporate, like commercialist, like paradigm and success story. And they're saying that's pretty cliche, absolute bullshit. And they're blazing their own trails. Yeah. And I, um, and I've always had respect for that. And yeah. it's like people in, you know, in different times that that has manifested itself in different ways. And some of the things that kind of come to mind are like DIY scenes and like house shows and, um, different, like in the eighties, like the, uh, tape, the cassette tape exchanges that were formed mm. where like people would, there were entire networks of people making cassette tapes of their favorite music and mailing them, um, across the, across networks and like, you know, snail mail, actual packages. Yeah. And, um, and there were like music exchanges going on like that. And like, yeah. And like, that's a beautiful thing. And it's like, and there are also these like at different times, these fanzine networks where people would, you know, make their, um, write up a zine, write up a, a independent, you know, publication. Yeah. And they would, you know, type, put on a typewriter or whatever, and then take it to a, a copy machine and just make, you know, hundred of copies mm. of their own magazine. Yeah. And, um, talking about their favorite bands and being essentially make, make writing reviews or whatever for their favorite bands or upcoming yeah. shows and then mailing that out to, you know, the people so who kind of like cool underground. Like, yeah, exactly. And it just, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And it's like people who are, who are deciding like, yeah, this, like the, this is a story that we're, yeah. that we want to write, you know, right. we don't want to just, we don't want to take in the story that we've been told. We can see through it. Mm-hmm. We're tired of it and we want to write our own. And yeah. I think that that's, that's happened in all these different forms in all these different generations and the form that it happens is always based on the the cultural context and the technological context and i i want to be contributing to the conversation of what does that look like for our current technological context what does that look like for our current cultural context yeah do you know what i mean yeah um and because it doesn't i don't want to i don't want to be kind of like pulling pulling it back and being like oh we need to go back and 
and do it like they did it in the in the 90s and have house shows and have like yeah and just try and replicate something that's already been done i want to say no like what how can we push take that idea and that ethos and push that forward with it with our current technology and with our current cultural context what does that look like yeah. what is the next what is the next way to embody these kind of um these kind of ideas and these kind of ways to find meaning in art um and yeah so that's really really exciting to me um is is talking about the th- i think that that's kind of like the the like why like yeah. why do we keep why do we create what is the story what is the what is the journey that we're on what is like what is the route that we're on yeah with with creativity um because i i don't i guess what i really don't want to make is another podcast that's just about how do i get more followers how do i yeah. do you know what i mean yeah that's kind of like taking the the story of uh commercial like artistic success that mm-hmm. we're force fed yep. and kind of trying to exist really well within that story. Yeah. I want to be a, a podcast that's thinking, how do we write our own story? What, what are our own definitions of success w- regarding creativity? Yeah. Like, and not, not to, and I also like, don't want to, I don't want to make a podcast where we're telling people the right definition of success either. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like that's just another, you know, coercive, like, I don't want to be, yeah. I want people to empower, to empower people to be like, what is my definition of success? Because right. my, mine is going to be different than probably yours, you know, and like, yeah. and our, ours is going to be different than whoever is listening to this. Do you know right. what I mean? And I don't think it's about, it's about, it's not, it's not about me saying this is the right thing that you should be aiming for. It's about me saying like, okay, what do you want to be aiming for? You know, there you don't have to take my word for it. You don't there. have to take your uncle's word for it. Like, what's your, what do you want to be aiming for? You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and I think offering our individual and also as a whole, like, perspective mm-hmm. within the state of creativity, art, you know, social media, yeah, what it means to us right now, and what it could mean yeah. to other people. Definitely. Because I think... There's there is a lot of competing ideas on how to do stuff nowadays when it yeah. comes to like how to become successful or how to feel successful or yeah. or whatever when it comes to art. Um but I feel like what we're doing with Dogtown I feel like it's a unique it's a unique product. Mm-hmm. You, it's a unique like experience, Dogtown Studio. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because of the way you think. Good. Yeah. So I think, so too. I think there's something to offer there that lens that people might not see. Yeah. In I hope so. I mean, yeah. I hope that that's, I hope that when people are so. coming, and yeah. I think that that is the case. I really think that it is the case when people are coming in to, to do a session and they're hanging out with us and there's, they're, we're creating something together. We're all creating something together. Yeah. I think that people, a lot of the good conversations that we've had are, have been, have been this, have been people kind of seeing the way that you and I will approach this, this project that we're doing and having people say to us that it's, we've, we've heard this on multiple different occasions that it's different than any other live session that, that people have done right? because of a certain ethos of creativity that we bring to it. Yeah. I think something that like makes me super happy to hear when bands come in, we talk about this a lot is when they go, something was different 
or I want them to feel like something was different in this session yeah. than any other session that we've done. Can't point a finger at it. Yeah. But something was different. Definitely. And yeah. I think that's the biggest compliment. Yeah. I mean, that's just like a heart thing. Like that's a soul yeah. thing that you can't explain sometimes when it comes to like the final video. That's what we want to present. Yeah. It's more than just the video. It's like this feeling. Yeah. Yeah. There's like excitement that it's like, yes, there's something real here. Yeah. That's there's like, something deep like, in there that's like built into the video. Yeah. Subliminally almost. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And so I think that, yeah, that I guess in, in wrapping up and take in what to take away from it, it sounds like kind of, I, I think maybe a good way to, that we could perceive of like this going forward yeah. is that not, is that we're, um, your, your answer had, um, some, some good points about the, the how of creativity, mm-hmm. like how, okay, I have all these ideas swirling around my head. How did those ideas translate into a finished song? How did those ideas translate into a finished project or mm-hmm. a finished painting or a finished mm-hmm. video? Um, and I think that there's so much to talk about there about how, yeah. and I think that m- my answer was, um, was on the side of like, why? Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, like, what like what am I doing this? For? Um, why am I making this painting? Am I making this painting so that I can get forty five likes on Instagram? Right. Or am I making this painting for something? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like that's one of the questions that for the past ten years for me has been a a huge driving force. Is like why am I doing this? Like, um, what what is it that's that's driving me to do this? What is my goal? What am I mm-hmm. aiming for? Yeah. What path am I going down? what trajectory am I trying to put my, my life on, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I think that's a pretty good, I feel like a little bit more clear about where we're going yeah. with the, with putting it in those terms. It's like the how and the why Yeah. and not, not sacrificing either. Cause I think they really play into each other. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, we can't like make a whole, we can't decide the whole trajectory of this podcast yeah. from one yeah. episode or from one conversation. And it's obviously going to morph into what it wants to be. Yeah. And it's going to, um, you know, we're going to figure out, we're going to probably stumble and we're going to make some episodes we that are to. like not great or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. But we have to. And it's like, there's a really awesome South American thinker that I like named Eduardo Galeano. And he, uh, has this quote or this, I think it's also a book called we make the road by walking. Mm. And I think that that's something that I've really taken to heart with my creativity is that, um, this might, this podcast will probably change and it will morph and it will be a lot of, it will be what it wants to be. Do you Say know what I mean? Say the quote again. We make the road by walking. We make the road by walking. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, definitely. And I think that that's artistically, like that's the only way to do it. In my opinion, it's like, you have to just start, you have to get the first episode out there. And, uh, because the, the sooner you start getting these things out there, you're going to, the sooner you're going to like figure out what works and what yeah. is, you know, what yeah, you want it, it to be. It's, it's not like this is something that we're used to doing all the time. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's new for us. getting used to Definitely. talking about creativity when before creativity was almost just like hidden, at yeah. least for me. Oh, yeah. It's like hidden and then final product. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like finished no, product. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's like you don't see anything. You maybe yeah. see like one like story yeah. post of like, here's us I'm shooting the, a video. You I'm know? in the lab, you yeah. know, like. And it's like that and then finished product. Yeah. But like there's so much that happens in there. And yeah. It's like that's what we want to get out. I think we're in a place where we want to be in that place to share that part now. Yeah. 
exactly you know i think we we both lived enough life to kind of be in that spot yeah we're yeah definitely and so that's it that's the first episode and uh it's out first pancake is done so the first pancake you know <laughs> it's like maybe a little bit juicy or whatever but now the first one's done maybe well, the second one will be better and you don't know until you do the first one that's true the first so. pancake is always it's tricky yeah yeah that's a yeah that's I, a whole nother episode i think so what the pancake pan that pancake theory can be a whole episode i think Ooh. yeah yeah because that can translate to like creativity and stuff yeah or just pancakes <laughs> yeah pancakes yeah. are a creative act yeah all right um, i enjoyed that yeah that was fun cool are you are you done is that how do you end a podcast <laughs> this has been <laughs> how do you want to end it i don't know this is this is the figuring out process do you want to be like okay this has been an episode of the dogtown podcast or i think okay i think music should come in right now and then i'll say this has been <laughs> this has been the episode one of the dogtown podcast for more for, for more information, check out Dogtown Studio on Instagram and Facebook. I sound like a robot. Yeah. Check us out on at Dogtown Studio on Instagram. Check out some of the videos. Yeah, I don't like any of this. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, okay, this that's the like, first pancake. This is like the fourth the, pancake now. Yeah, we got a lot of We should have got it down by well, now. Next pancake will be better. This is the end. Bye.